TDR Now podcast, the first English speaking podcast focusing on Tokyo Disney Resort, and coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at tdrexplore.com, on Twitter at tdrexplore, and on Facebook at facebook slash tdrexplore. I'm your host, Patricia, the official photographer for TDR Explorer, and you can find me on Twitter. At Dream Suites, love getting a tan at the new summer events.、Um, here is my also equally tanned, handsome co host, Chris. Well,、uh, as everyone already heard, I'm Chris, <laughs> the chief content editor for TDR Explorer, and I am the one eating all the seasonal food. And right now it is kakigori, which I know、I've, I mentioned that last episode, but I'm mentioning it again because it's so good. It is so good. And I actually, this past weekend, I finally had my first one of the season. Ooh, what flavor? Which was the matcha and azuki bean. Going for the traditional, I see. Very nice.、Uh, it's so good. I love that. And especially with the little green alien mochi on it. And inside,、um, I'm not too sure on the English, but I'm pretty sure it's black nectar. Oh, it's, it's um, yeah. It's, 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 it's、um, like, well, it's like yeah, a syrup. Yeah, Japanese, yeah, the Japanese is、uh, kuro, kuro mitsu. mitsu. Yeah. Which is, it's not like mitsu means honey, but it's not it's honey. It's not honey. It's almost like, yeah, it's so, not a molasses either because molasses is thick. It's like, imagine molasses if molasses was like thinned out. No, but it's not, it's not that strong either. It's really weird. I can't. Uh, yeah, I've, I've never had it before in my life. So、yeah. when, I, when I read the Japanese, I was like, black honey. Well, okay, well, it's not honey. So the other meaning for that is nectar. So it's like this creamy nectar, I guess. I don't know. Either way, it was really good. It's so good. I really good. liked it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I still,、uh, I still and, haven't had any shaved ice. And I'm not. I'm not getting that much of a tan because、What? I'm wearing like my I'm wearing my towel. I'm wearing like I'm like staying out of the sun. I don't know why. Did you、Maybe、take our advice?、So、our, our covering up from the sun advice last podcast? <laughs> I've taken it a little too far, maybe. Oh my God. Because I have. <laughs> I have. I have my Chippendale towel. I have my Chippendale neck towel. I have my little cooling pad, which is Chippendale. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> All you need is like one of those UV umbrellas with Chippendale on it. If they sold it, I probably would buy it. Oh my gosh. So, have I told you my plan? What's like, that? You could what, what? get probably like a plain like, UV umbrella and then take it to like. Like either Epcot or like I think Disneyland California does this too. And you could probably bring a picture and ask them to like paint it, like hand paint it for you. Oh. Right? 
Are, are you and then bring to... it back and then sell it for a killing. Or, you know what? That makes no sense. You could just get somebody to do that here. And you don't have to pay, <laughs> you don't have to pay for a plane ticket. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good thought. It was a good thought. It was, I don't know why these, these ideas are never good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so All right, um, what, are we, what, what are we actually talking about? So we got... We got our news, as usual, our crowd forecast, our in the parks, what we learned this past week. And then we're going to talk about summer at both Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea because that is finally underway. So we have all the information for you if you're visiting this summer, this hot summer. <laughs> and then we have our park tip of the week. And then we have our listener question. So let's just let's just get right into it. Uh, Patricia, news, news, news. We we actually got quite a bit of news. Oh man, I know where you can take your your Chip and Dale UV parasol oh. to. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's new character Ooh. rooms featuring. Oh, I'm so excited. Who are they featuring, Chris? Chip and Dale. Yay! And and also Stitch. You know, but both more importantly, those, it's Chip and Dale. Both those characters have maniacal laughter, so I think it it matches. This is true. <laughs> and this is this is at the Ambassador Hotel and it opens on February 6, 2017. But you can start uh reserving rooms starting on August 6th of this year. Okay. Starting at 9 a.m., which you, is very specific. Are you going <laughs> to set your phone on speed dial? Oh, I should. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Yes. I want I I I I need to stay in that room. I don't care how much it costs. I need to stay in this room. You have to. And yeah, the pictures look really cute. Uh, we have we have pictures on the website, so you can go there check it out. Or or if you can read Japanese, go to the Tokyo Disney Resort blog. They also have it on there as well. And the Stitch Room is cute too. But more importantly, the Chippendale Room <laughs> looks adorable, and it has a. Uh, like so there's two beds and each headboard has like one headboard has chip the other one has dale and then right in the middle on the wall in a picture frame guess who's in it Clarice Yes Aww. It's so cute so, so all three of them are there Oh my gosh It's cute And then in the stitch one we have one has stitch like one one headboard has stitch the other one has lilo and then right in the middle can't really tell by the the art but i can see that it says aloha on it <laughs> i feel like the stitch would have been so good i feel like both stitch and chippendale would have been so good for summertime mm. right like yeah. i feel like yeah you know like half of the chippendale like cartoons they take place like with donald battling over like like i don't know trees i guess christmas too they did do a christmas one. Oh my gosh it would be cool for like the christmas for like the room if it was like if they could do a little earlier for christmas and they have like the a replica of like the little christmas tree you know that they're battling oh. over would that not be amazing that would be adorable i'd love that yes Ooh. so i'm gonna set my phone and my alarm so i can book on august 6th at 9 a.m do it because because you know it'll be booked up forever. 
It will, yeah, because there's a, a lot of Chip and Dale fans and Stitch fans. So you guys, if you want to stay at that room, get ready. You have to battle Chris for it, and you have to battle a lot of other people. You can do this. Focus, you guys. And um, uh. not a tip of the week, but just a tip. If you can't get the room, like let's say it sells out, um, I think the cancellation period is about two weeks before. And a lot of the time, sometimes you can get that room. So just keep checking, okay? I'm just looking at the prices here. Uh, the Chippendale room starts at 53,000 yen a night. And yeah. the Stitch the stitch room starts at 46,000 yen a night. They know, they That's know a little that the pricey. Chippendale fans are more hardcore. Did you see that the price is higher? <laughs> <laughs> but but the uh, top end for the Chippendale room is 67,000 yen. Ooh. Whereas the top Whereas the top or the high end for the stitch room is 72,000 yen. Oh, look at that. See, they balanced it out. Do you get mm. any like special goods or anything if you stay in the room? Like when they had the Duffy rooms, you would get like some special goods for like your Duffy and stuff. Do you get like special character goods if you stay in the room? Do you know? Um, well, they're doing like a, this campaign thing and doesn't really say too much. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of, oh, oh um, go go go. Original, yeah. original El Arukohoru cocktail. Oh, okay. You get a. There's an original cocktail. Nice. Okay, that's good enough for me. Sold. Sold. <laughs> okay. Speaking of explosive news, um, during one man's. <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> during one man's dream too um it seems like a tourist a foreign tourist phone exploded um in the middle of the show and they had to shut the show down and find out what happened and it may be something with the battery because i think they maybe they were charging it at the time or something so um probably a combination of the heat mixed with maybe a charger or a battery that was not compatible or something like that. So watch out, you guys. Be careful. Um, I I know I've had my own phone problems traveling overseas. I, I accidentally, back when, there, when we had feature phones, I plugged in a feature phone into a hotel in Thailand and I exploded the socket like an idiot. So... Just be careful and make sure if you buy something, it's compatible with your phone, um, you know, just for just for safety, because, you know, that was in the theater. It could be in your house or your uh, hotel room while you're sleeping. And, you know, um, you, you don't know what could happen. So just just uh, always check to make sure everything's compatible, that your battery is good. Um, and also be careful with the heat because it's been really hot and that can affect your phone as well. So watch out, guys. And don't interrupt shows. People don't like that. People are like on Twitter going, what? <laughs> you know, a foreigner. And I'm like, oh, come on. That could have happened to anybody, probably. Well, just don't buy your batteries from China. <laughs> you know, the quality can be kind of hit or miss. I think the tourists... Like yeah. It, like, like if you're buying it like really, really cheap, like if you're buying an external battery and it's like stupid cheap coming from China... It might not be the best idea. Well, that's what was, what was happening with those hoverboards, right? Like the hoverboards are like exploding and catching on fire. <laughs> Jeez. So yeah, um, make sure you buy quality batteries. You're gonna pay a little bit more, but you won't. 
the likelihood of it exploding on you is probably pretty low. <laughs> I think that Taurus is actually from China, though. Really? Yeah, so like maybe he bought like a local battery or something. Well, well yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate. I feel bad for them. Yeah, I mean, that, that sucks. I mean, you, 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 your, your show is cut off. Your phone is ruined. You're on vacation. It's like, no! Panic. Um, but... Hopefully the rest of their vacation went fine. The rest of the day, you know, the, the cast was really quick. They they took the situation under control, and then the shows, uh, I think, resumed shortly after. So um, other news, um, a couple of financial articles about Tokyo Disney Resort. Bin- Business Journal Japan, I think this one's only in Japanese, so I don't have um, a link, but Business Journal Japan uh, reports that TDR customers' are go- numbers are going down. Possible reasons um, might include uh, Universal Studios Japan and Shanghai Disneyland acting as competition. And another interesting point, um, Kansai International Airport seems to be making a bigger profit than Narita. So it could just be that, um, especially uh, visitors coming from China. So uh, maybe because there's two Disney parks in China right now, so maybe people want to have like a different experience when they come to Japan and uh, maybe they've been to Tokyo before and, and maybe they're heading to the Kansai area uh, to maybe get like a, a different different travel experience, um, different theme park uh, that might not be as ready, readily available to them. Different, so uh, maybe that's why, is what that article is saying. And then um, in the Nikkei Asia Review, this one's in English, um, it says stronger yen sends Tokyo Disney operator uh, to an eighth eight month low um and this article i'll read a quick uh section of it really quick um so basically the yen's appreciation against major currencies was a big factor in the decline for the third consecutive session on tuesday to the lowest number in roughly eight months um uh investors associate a more expensive japanese currency with a drop in foreign tourists to the resort a high price earnings ratio marks makes oriental land shares vulnerable to profit taking as well and um, it says uh, that, you know, a lot of the blame is, is put on the foreign, like well, like we mentioned in the other article that like, you know, foreign tourist numbers are going down at the resort. Um, but the article says in reality, foreigners accounted for just around 6% of visitors at Tokyo Disney Resort. So it's not like a huge um, number, you know, but um, investors see that decline and they see it as a business risk and that's why they're selling and um, then uh, Oriental Land recently released detailed development plans for the resort through the through the year ending in March 2021 so kind of like damage control like look we got new stuff coming and um, it says another thing that might have hurt the the shares is the the company's decision to delay development of attractions um, based on the Disney hit movie Frozen um, was a big me- uh, big negative and it says there's uh, no compelling reason to buy the shares now. Uh, quote from Masamitsu Oki, director of Five Star Asset Management. It says for some investors, Thursday's opening of Shanghai Disneyland um, is also a reason to sell Oriental Land shares uh, since it will bring more competition. Um, it says the stock has declined nearly 20% since reaching 2016 high in early March, but with its price earning ratio still high at more than 29, the stock will likely continue falling for a little while, uh, at least says Tomoichiro Kubota, senior market analyst at Matsui Security. So um, we'll see what happens. You know, uh, there's there's been like you can you can tell there's been a decline in in visitors. Um, I mean. It's also it's also with locals, right? Like the prices has gone up, the events are the same, 
and you know for foreign especially for foreign visitors if, if like you're visiting from like china and, and you've been here one year and you saw um the halloween parade like you know or you've seen summer festival which is the same again this year or something like that then maybe you want a different experience and you'll go to a different area or a different part of the country so um all these kind of like things are, are kind of working together so uh we'll see what happens at the resort in the future and we'll keep you updated on what's going on um but speaking of of how crowded the parks are chris what's going on with the crowd forecast for right now <laughs> it's 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 actually kind of low to be quite to be quite honest with you uh we we get our crowd forecast information from tdrnavi.jp so if you're planning your trip over here make sure you give them a visit and they also have information in english and they show up to six months in advance of how the crowds are forecasted to be so for the week of july 19th at both tokyo disneyland and tokyo disney sea it's going to be between the low 40s and 50s. So between the 40 and 50 range uh, for the week. And then on the weekend, sa- Saturday is about 80 for both parks, which is not bad. And then on Sunday, it's in the 70s, which is pretty low for a weekend day. <laughs> I mean, for a Sunday. It, it kind of makes sense because like July 19th is right after the holiday. Mm-hmm. So probably people are are kind of like getting back. Um, they they're refreshed. They probably went to the parks on the weekend, and it's that last week of school, you know. So that last push for the kids. Um, but a lot of kids also have half days. So if you are in the Tokyo area or um, Urayasu area and you have kids in school, and it's like you get out at noon, maybe a good day to go to the parks and do a few attractions. You know, uh, before bedtime, get your homework in there, get dinner in, make it in time for your bath and you can still make it back for bedtime. So maybe a good time for uh, people to visit if you don't live too far from the resort. Yeah. And then after like once this week has passed, it starts to pick up. Yeah, because it's summer. And then then the rest of August is like, don't even bother going because it's just going to be busy every day. (laughs) It is going to be a madhouse and a hot on top it's of it. It's hot. It's uh, ugh, ugh. hot, hot, hot. Okay. <laughs> uh, enough about that. So, well, speaking of it being hot. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about what we learned in the parks this past week. What'd you learn, Chris? Uh, I learned that guests will wait for shows that involve water, even when it's raining. Man. So I went I went to Disney Sea on Saturday because it was the first official day of summer and it was raining pretty much all day but there was tons of people waiting for Minnie's Tropical Splash which is a water show and you get sprayed with water but people were waiting in the rain for it which I thought was a little strange and it was raining but, hard Yeah it wasn't it wasn't very pleasant. No, it was not a sprinkle. Way. No, not at all. Oof. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Um, what else did I learn? Well, and then I, I went back the next day because it was much nicer. So I went back on Sunday. But this time I just went over to Disneyland. Um, and it was it was very quiet, actually, for a 
for a Sunday. It was very quiet. Uh, everything had low wait times for the most part. And our app, tdrnow.com, really helped out uh, with picking fast passes. Because I'm not used to going on a weekend and having fast passes available to me when I get there so late. Because I didn't get there till noon. But when I, but when I opened up the app, I noticed, oh wow, there's still lots of fast passes left. So, when I got a fast pass for Pooh's Honey Hunt, Pooh's Honey Hunt still had fast passes in the afternoon, and same with Monsters Inc. Uh, that was it, that was really nice. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Then went to Mickey and Company the the dinner show at the Diamond Horseshoe. Ooh. Which. To get a reservation for it, it's a little tricky because you have to do it online or over the phone, mm-hmm. and it's all in Japanese. So getting a reservation, if you don't speak Japanese or can read it, it's a little it's a little difficult. But but we have a guide on our site that gives you step by step instructions on how to make your reservation. So I was there with a friend and she she was the one that made the reservation and she used our lovely guide and it took her a little bit to get through, get through, but she got it. And so we got the reservation and we ended up going. But that's really incredible um, because she does not speak any Japanese. So the guide yeah, to, must be really actually... good. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's really good. So you guys, check it out. So besides the show and everything, um, um, she she's actually uh, allergic to fish. So she has an allergy to fish. And thankfully, she indicated that on on our reservation oh, when great. we made it. So so when we when we lined up for the show, because um, everyone is given uh, a, a specific time, like a set time to come. So mm-hmm. our our reservation was at eight o'clock. So uh, so at eight o'clock we lined up just outside the Diamond Horseshoe, and a cast member came and sought us out and asked us if we were so and so, and we said yes. And they had an English speaking cast member with them, and she asked us um, which one of us had the fish allergy in the party, and. It was my friend. She she was the one that had it. And then the cast member went through every single dish that was being served for the dinner because the uh, dinner is a is a uh, set menu. So everyone gets the same thing. So she went and explained every dish and told us which had fish in it. So first up was the salad. The salad did have salmon in it so she told us that they will make the salad without the salmon but also give us the salmon on the side so then that way i can put it in myself because for me fish is fine yeah and then and then they explained the entree and the entree had shrimp in it but she also told us the vegetables are actually cooked in the same oil as the shrimp which is something I never would have thought of. Which is very interesting. So she told us that they would um, obviously 
uh, take out the shrimp and also the vegetables and put it on the side. So we did that. And then once we got into into the dinner show, she was actually our server for the rest of for the rest of the evening, which is actually really cool. And <laughs> at the end of the night, we actually found out that she is going over to Epcot next month for a year to work in the Japan Pavilion, obviously. So I thought I thought that was uh, that was actually pretty cool. That is really neat. <laughs> and speaking of the show, the show was fantastic. Um, it's really cute. I really like how they kind of incorporated serving your food, but also making that into like this big grand show as well, which is really cool. I really like that. Um, live singing and all that. And it was just a really well done show. Like I went into this with no expectations whatsoever. And I really didn't know what it was about at all. All I know is it was a dinner show and it was complicated to make a reservation, but it was fun. It was something different because I've never done anything like this before. So it was just nice and refreshing to do something different for once. Instead of, you know, going to my uh, my uh, normal counter service or table service restaurants that I usually frequent. It was nice to, to do something different, different for once. Oh, that's so great. That was cool. and, and I heard you found a new favorite dessert there. I did is the cheesecake. <laughs> the cheesecake is so good. Oh, I love I love cheesecake. So mm-hmm. uh, I might be a little biased, but that's okay. <laughs> the picture looked fantastic. It's so cute. It has like the this little white chocolate Mickey hand that sits on top of it, which is really cute. Aww. I really like that. Disney touch. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty much all I learned <laughs> in the parks. <laughs> what about you, Patricia? What What did you learn this week? Um, so okay, uh, I I was supposed to go on the weekend, but there was this really um, interesting museum museum exhibit that was, it was like the last day. So and it was about serial killers. But this is going to come up later, okay? Um, and it was at like Vanilla Art Gallery, really tiny art space, but like really interesting exhibits. So anyway. So that was that weekend. And then I went to the parks today, um, uh, early in the morning, um, because I had some free time and um, it looked like it was going to rain. So I was like, oh, I was really iffy about it. And it was kind of cold. So I watched the show from the side and I was like one row back from this girl. So like, okay, here's here's another tip. If, um, if someone looks like, like their phone is not covered and it looks like they don't know it's a water show, get behind them because they might bail when the show starts so this girl bailed and I was able to get a spot like right on the wall which is awesome and uh, I could see the show I could get a little wet but not too wet because it was kind of cloudy and not that hot today and so then um at, which the show was great um it was so much fun and we're, we're going to talk about that later but um so then I headed over to the gelatoni section and speaking of serial killers man gelatoni has like a really weird obsession with Duffy so you know he's always like painting him and stuff but then like you go to like one of those display windows and there are pictures like sketches of Duffy just littered all over the floor and I'm like oh man 
Gelatoni, he is like stalking him and he's going to take him out and he's going to take his place. I know it. I can see the signs because I went to the other exhibit. <laughs> so if so, if Duffy goes missing, we kind of know probably who did it. Oh, we totally know who did it. But Gelatoni's not <laughs> dumb. Gelatoni will set up another another person, another bear, maybe, maybe look, make it look like Shelly did it. Who knows? You know, the jealous girlfriend. The jealous girlfriend, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You can see the story forming. And then it's so funny on, on Twitter today, um, we had people going, oh, you know, that's maybe a good idea for the next Halloween show. And so I was like, you guys, what would the title be? And this person totally came up with the best title. Their title was, um, who was this? This was at Just Ellen, I guess. And the title was Duffy's Mysterious Bon Voyage, starring a berry... Happy Gelatoni. <laughs> so, at just Ellen, I guess, you rock. That is like the best title for a serial killer Gelatoni Halloween show. It's amazing. <laughs> that is awesome. I love that. Love it. Love it. Uh, so, that's, you know, I was only in the park for a couple of hours this week. But that's what I learned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I really hope someone from LLC is like listening. Please make that a Halloween show. Please. I'm begging you. <laughs> Seriously, I think people from OLC should be listening to our podcast because we come up with all these ideas and I'm sure a lot of these things would help bring up the numbers because they're worried about numbers. Well, no, man. we have some good ideas. They don't care. They'll just cut the <laughs> cast members' salaries or something. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, okay. Summer, Chris. What's going on? What isn't going on? Oh, no, not any new shows. (laughs) Well, they just kind of altered, altered the existing ones. Because they need to sell CDs. That's true. So right now, summer is happening at both Disneyland and Disney Sea. Uh, So first, Disneyland. So Disneyland has the Natsu Matsuri, which just means summer festival. And that comes with a water show. And merchandise and decorations and food. All that fun stuff that comes with every season. So first off, uh, they they altered the show this year. Last year it was the uh, Gariogunbu, which was basically two dance teams battling each other. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, this year it's called the Sairyo Kabu, and which is basically all the characters are friends and they're just dancing and having fun and they, they're they all in different teams but they're all together as one big team. And it's described and this is I'm taking this right off the website is a theme, theme to a Japanese festival. This program builds to a climax through the Disney friends exhilarating dancing amid a torrent of water showering down on everyone. Unlike in previous years when the Disney friends were in, were in competing dance teams, this year they combine into one team to make Dizzy Natsu Matsuri even more exciting. Okay, I love how the they team... had to... Wait, 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 wait. I what, love what, how what? they had to specify what was different this year. They're like, no, no. It's not the same show. Now, now they're 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 still doing all the exact same things, but they're working together. 
You know, it's, they have to tell you because if not, you would never guess. You know, because it's, it's yeah. almost the same show. It, it's pretty close, yeah. And so the teams, uh, it says here, the team, team, singular, is made up of four groups. Chip, Dale, and Clarice are the Psy group, which means color, I guess. Um, and then there's Goofy and Max in the Rio group, which is coolness. And then we have Minnie and Daisy in Hana, which is flower. And then we have Mickey, Donald, and Pluto in Yubu, which means a heroic dance. And then with new costumes and music, they show off their new dance performance. I like how they add new a lot of times in those sentences. The costumes are really nice, by the way. Um, they are. They're very traditional looking, like, Japanese garments, which is really nice. I like I like the colors, like you know, for the Chippendales team. Like I know they're team color, and and you know the costumes really reflect that. The colors are, are really vibrant and very different from the the colors they've used in the past for these kind of Matsuri show costumes. So I thought it was really cool. Um, and and Minnie and Daisy's costumes are beautiful. Like 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 definitely fits a flower motif. Um, I don't know about the music. I I it didn't. I didn't see it in person. I've only seen it on YouTube. It didn't catch me that much. What about you? Um, I I preferred Gario Gumbu, the music from previous years. Yeah. Yeah. This one, it didn't really... It I don't know. I just didn't... I didn't get into it as much, I guess. But maybe, maybe it's one of those things I need to watch it again. That's because true. Because I was, I, was, I was too busy... I was busy filming it and trying not to get wet. <laughs> what I was doing. <laughs> terrible. It's a terrible way to watch it, everyone, just so you know. But um it's still it's still a fun show. It is. You it's uh, hard to mess up these shows because it, it's hot, you want to get wet, you want to dance around. So you're going to have a good time for sure. And it's very high energy. There's tons of water everywhere. If you want to get soaking wet, you can. There is a area that is in the castle forecourt, and this area is by lottery now, thankfully, so people don't have to wait out outdoors for hours to get a, get this spot. So the uh, lottery works works the same way as the one for uh, One Man's Dream and Once Upon a Time. Um, but if you if you do win the lottery for that area, you will get soaking wet. There's no doubt about it. You will get soaked head to toe. <laughs> but if you don't want to get wet, you can also stand back uh, a little bit. I was standing kind of in, like in the in the hub area, like right in the middle, and like the flower pot I got, or... yeah, 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 around there, and I got some water on me because those cannons shoot really far. Yeah, I was about to say they they go pretty far. They reach that area a little bit, so you have to watch out with yeah, the cameras. There's a couple times I'm like, oh geez, I'm gonna, <laughs> my phone is gonna like bite the dust because I'm gonna get soaking wet. But thankfully that didn't happen. But overall, the show was fun. Um, it's not at, like the the music isn't as I guess catchy as last year, but that might be just because I'm not used to it. I need to watch it again. But either way, it's still it's still a lot of fun. I really highly recommend it. Um, it's just fun getting sprayed with water. <laughs> like, how could you not have fun? 
And and like one of the good points about this show is that even if you don't win the lottery, there's like two points outside of the lottery seating area where they they do wet you a pretty good amount and it's marked on the map. You can't miss it. Um, It's to the right of the castle and kind of like in the like the middle part facing the castle. So um, if you do, you still want to get wet, but you didn't win the tickets, you can wait there and um, still enjoy that part of the show because it gets pretty hot. So you might want that. And if you like to spend money and you want to keep yourself dry, there's tons of merchandise that is made specifically to keep you dry. What kind of merchandise, Chris? Well, you can get a plastic bag, an overpriced (laughs) plastic bag that I bought because it was cute. And I just thought, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to buy it. You, it's this big, like drawstring bag, and it has a picture of Mickey as a drop, like a water droplet. It's like Splash, I think it's called, or Summer Splash or something is the is the line of merchandise. Mm-hmm. So so everything is like uh, Mickey and Minnie look like little water droplets. I love that and, line. And all the like all the merchandise is designed to dry quickly or keep you dry. Mm-hmm. So there's t-shirts and stuff uh there's they also sell uh this plastic bag to put your smartphone in and then it uh hangs around your neck and it closes and everything so you can record the show or take pictures during the show or whatever you want to do your phone is completely dry there's towels there's uh even like uh, tote bags that are plastic so that way you can Keep your stuff dry. Just close it up and you're good. There's sandals, sunglasses, hats. You name it, they have it. And then on top of all that, they have uh, the plushes as well. With all the characters wearing their costumes from the show, which is always really cute and very popular. People love that. Yeah, those are adorable. I gotta stop buying them. They really are. No, but Chris... I have so many. Chris, how I have, many do you have? I, uh, too many. I basically have a nightstand that is all Chippendale plushies. <laughs> That's all I have. You're gonna, I, could literally, I could literally put them on my bed and probably sleep on them like a mattress. You need one of those giant tote bags and you can put all your plush on the tote bag. I should do that because yeah. I'd probably be one of the only non-Japanese people doing that. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting to that point now where I... Where I'm going to have to start doing that. But that would be kind of cool, you know? Like, another another way that people can spot you. You know, you got your Chippendale gear. You got your big tote bag. That could be kind of fun. Peep. I'm going to start ending up with in, in pictures online where, you know, people will take pictures of me from afar and just say, look at this crazy guy. It's, it's like a... <laughs> that is going to be me at some point. It's like a Pokemon. You know, they take your picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I caught Chris. <laughs> oh my goodness! What would your Pokemon power be, Chris? Um, I would shoot nuts. <laughs> at, that sounds terrible, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't think. That's all I'm thinking about now. Uh, <laughs> we're just gonna skip over that. Okay. Um, um, 
Speaking of nuts, what kind of what kind of food is at the park? <laughs> well, <laughs> whew. Okay. okay. Well, there is no nut flavored kakigori. Thank God. So <laughs> we're safe there. <laughs> as as I already mentioned earlier, there's the matcha green tea kakigori, which is fantastic, by the way. You guys need to try it. And then there's also uh, mango. No, not mango. Um, what's the orange? Oh, orange. Or- the-, the orange flavor. Um, it's not. Yeah. The. Oh, what is it? Valencia Can't, orange no, no. or something? Something like that, yeah. Because I think Starbucks is There's, Valencia. It might just be just orange at Disney. Orange. There, There's a specific word they use, and it's really weird. But anyway, it's orange. It's basically orange. That's what it is. <laughs> um, and then there's pineapple and, you know, all those delicious kakigori flavors. So good. Uh, and besides that, they also have uh, special limited-time food as well. So over at Captain Hook's Galley, there is a chicken yakitori green onion eggplant corn pizza. <laughs> that actually sounds really good. It does, minus <laughs> the corn, but whatever. I will deal with it. So I haven't had that yet. It looks really good. Uh, the packaging it comes in is pretty cute. It has Chip and Dale and Clarice on it, so naturally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then over at the refresh corner, over in the World Bazaar... Is a their hot dog with tomato and olive vinaigrette Ooh. dressing on it. It doesn't look too appealing, but it sounds interesting. So I might have to give that one a try. Oh, I found the orange flavor. What's that? It's mikan. So mikan is either mikan. That's the that's the word. Yeah, I couldn't remember the word. So we call it mandarin orange or clementines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so basically that. Sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. No, that's okay. And then uh, over at Cafe Orleans, there is a chicken and ratatouille curry flavored wrap. Oh, that sounds so good. Just like an odd combination of flavors. Uh, no, no. Chicken chicken and ratatouille, it, it goes together. And it kind of fits that area. And, and curry in a wrap that's cold. Oh, I forgot the curry part. Oh, it's cold. And it's cold. It's a cold wrap. Is it a cold Which, wrap? Okay. Um, you know what? We eat cold pizza. I I don't see why the yeah. Japanese can't have a cold curry ratatouille wrap. <laughs> With chicken. With chicken. <laughs> we need your present. And then, uh, <laughs> and then over at the Tomorrowland Terrace, there is the miso menchi katsu sandwich. Oh, uh, menchi is um, minced meat, breaded meat, essentially. Like Japan flavor, yeah, and it has like a miso paste on it. That actually sounds really good. I like menchi. Like I like I like buying the uh, menchi katsu from the convenience store sometimes. Yeah, it, it's always really good. It sounds weird, but it's really good. And minced meat. I think it's a combination of beef and pork. I think so too. I don't really I think know. Usually, yeah, and and if like if it's something specific, they'll specify. So it's like some mystery mix of meat. Yeah, so I think when they say menchi, it's it's assumed it's pork and beef mixed together. Right. And then 
Okay, so we, we we talked about food, we talked about merchandise, we talked about the show, we talked about what my powers would be if I was a chipmunk Pokemon, <laughs> and we're not going to repeat that ever again. <laughs> uh, we got decorations. They're a little light, but it's like that every year, so. I wouldn't know. I don't have a Disneyland pass anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, you oh, yeah, you haven't gone. I forgot. I have a ticket. Um, I have a free ticket, so I, I just have to choose a day. For for the decorations, um, as usual, the the entrance that says Tokyo Disneyland, it's all decorated with all the colors of the uh, dancers in the show. Uh, there are lanterns strung about in the World Bazaar, which is really nice. I love those um, lanterns. And if you pay if you pay attention to them, they have designs that represent the different characters. Ooh. So there's Minnie, Mickey, Goofy. Chip and Dale, I think Stitch is on there as well, and uh, Donald. Really cute, and it's really nice in the evening because they light up. And then in the hub area, uh, there's traditional lanterns that just line the entire hub area, and it looks really pretty at night. Uh, they, They glow blue and red. And then on either side, there are big displays. Uh, the one is Max and Goofy with Chip and Dale on it, and they're doing like these like Japanese poses. I'm not too sure what they're doing exactly, but they're being goofy. That's what they're doing. And then over on the other side is Minnie and Mickey, and they're doing like their uh, dance moves. I guess is the best way to describe it. And there's this there's this little touch that they added to the decorations. I don't know if it was in last year. I don't quite remember, but if you Pay close attention to uh, the face of Mickey and Minnie, like where where their uh, like their their ears are black and stuff. There's actually like gold design outlining them. Oh, that's really cool. Which is which is really pretty. Which I thought which I thought was a really nice touch, actually. I thought the decorations, like from pictures, looked really nice this year. Like the colors they used, like it looks it looks very vibrant. You know, very mm-hmm. festive. Mm-hmm. So I think I think not bad. Yeah, for for an event that's only going to last until next month, it's pretty good. Yeah. So overall, summer at Disneyland, it's fun. Watching the show is fun. Eating all the food is always fun. Uh, the merchandise is adorable as always. Yeah, there's nothing to be disappointed about really at Disneyland. So go check it out. So now we're going to head over to Disney Sea, where they have the Summer Festival. So fun. So first off is their their summer show is Minnie's Tropical Splash. And for some reason, they have a, an obsession with bananas. Oh my god, we've gone from nuts to show. bananas. What is going on with this <laughs> podcast? But, oh my gosh, I love it. I love the banana focus. It is amazing. They they have a banana boat. They have like this this weird, like in the middle of the show, all of a sudden, like it gets quiet and they start like chanting this banana chant. And it's like, it's just amazing. I, you know, this show is already fun, but they made it more crazy. I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, f- I find like Minnie's Tropical Splash is a really high energy show, like, there's like really, really upbeat music and there's water flying everywhere 
and the music just keeps getting faster and faster and then Mickey starts doing his banana dance. Is that what we're going to call it? His banana dance? I don't know. <laughs> but he's they're 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 all going like ba ba banana ba ba banana and then they go hey hey banana. <laughs> they start like counting and it's then just... like it gets so quiet and they're like banana banana and I'm like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then all of a sudden Mount Prometheus erupts and everything and everyone's like yay and then more water flies out there's water flying everywhere there's cast members throwing water on you there's water cannons shooting in your face it's just there's just like so much going on during that show you don't know what is happening and it's awesome and they'll come at you from the front from behind from the side so nowhere is safe you know it's it's just great and and it's you know it's free it's free viewing area so you can walk up at any time. Obviously, if you're close to the stage, you'll get more wet. But um, even on the sides, like today, um, I was like on the side. I'm like, I didn't want to get too wet because it wasn't super hot and the sun wasn't out. And it was kind of like looking rainy-ish. And um, you still get you still get pretty decently wet, you know. It's, so it's um, anywhere you go. You can even walk up last minute and, and enjoy the show, which is fantastic. And also, um, if you grab a Japanese park map, because I always tell you to, uh, there's actually a little diagram for, for both Disney Sea and Disneyland. It shows you how wet you will get in certain areas. And it has it has this really nice legend and it's color coded and it's really easy to really easy to read, even if you don't read any Japanese. So if you're concerned about getting wet make sure you look at a Japanese park map because it'll tell you exactly where to stand if you don't want to get wet. Or if you want to get soaked, it'll tell you exactly where to stand. And Cliff Notes version, if you do not want to get wet, do not go to Lido Isle and do not go to Mickey Square because that is the main water areas. So when I first watched Mini's Tropical Splash, I was in Mickey Square, but I was in the standing area. Mm -hmm. Like or sorry, the the area that says you're not gonna get wet. Huh. Well, I still I still got a little bit of water on me because they those cannons shoot pretty far. Yeah, they do. <laughs> oh, it's it's so much fun. I love it. I love it. It's. Um, I, I feel like this show is a lot more intimate than um, the show at Disneyland because Disneyland everything's from a bit of a distance, and here the performers will get really up close to you and they'll get that bucket of water and they'll splash you right in your face like a few inches away it's 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 very it's a very intimate show experience i feel what do you think yeah and they will spray you in the face oh yeah with the hose even kids even kids so if you don't want to get sprayed in the face with the hose <laughs> Don't go into the the front viewing area because it'll probably happen to you. Who doesn't want to get sprayed in the face with a hose, quite frankly? (laughs) Well, if I'm not prepared, no. But if I'm if I'm prepared, sure. And this um, Uh, this show does have a kids area, by the way. So if your kids want to get sprayed in the face with a hose, you can put them in the kids area, and um, I'm sure Mickey will do that for them. So there's Maze Tropical Splash, and then we have the decorations. These are nice decorations, by the way. They're they're very vibrant. There's bananas, there's watermelons, there's kiwis, there's oranges, there's apples, there's grapes. Everywhere. Everywhere. In the Mediterranean Harbor. Um, 
there's a like these statues of Mickey and Minnie, or sorry, uh, Minnie and Daisy, made out of different fruits. So I think I can't remember what Minnie's made out of, but I know Daisy's made out of bananas. Yeah, yeah. It goes along with that banana is, chanting. They look like sacrifices or something. It's it's just it's just amazing. <laughs> you know. And then there's there's this really big display in Mediterranean Harbor that's all. Just like barrels of fruit, just like arranged in like really, a really nice way. And there's a sign that says Summer Festival 2016, Tokyo Disney Sea. So that's really nice. And then there's banners on the on the light posts, and it has um, the uh, uh, female characters in their outfits on them, which is really nice. And there's like bouquets of fruit <laughs> yeah, hanging from the light poles as well which is a really nice touch Like, and we're like joking around but it looks really nice like like the portraits have like these nice frames it's it's like painted really really beautifully with these vibrant colors like they like if the decorations at Disneyland were a little light they really went um, over the top with the decorations at Disney Sea they look beautiful and they also replaced some of the, uh, uh, or not some of, they replaced all the um, umbrellas in in the Mediterranean Harbor too for like all the tables that are outside. Yeah. They're all they're all fruit, like different fruits and stuff. And even the uh, the uh, canopy for uh, the bakery, mm-hmm. that's like it looks like a big fruit, and some and some of the other canopies in the harbor as well. And then over by. Uh, the place where they have the gelato. I can never remember that place's name. Gelatoni Land. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Gelatoni's Gelato. <laughs> I'm just going to call it that. It's called... Um, what is it called? Gondolier Snacks. There we go. Gondolier Snacks because it's by the gondolas. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, so they have tables there that have Mi- uh, Minnie... Or not Minnie. Mickey on them. I think Mickey and some other... Another character. I don't remember. But anyway... They're all really vibrant colors and, again, fruit themes and all that. Really nice. It's like those really little nice. details that really, like, elevate the mood in the parks. You know, so mm-hmm. you, you're, you're, like, surrounded by it. You're, like, surrounded by, like, the shows going on during the day, the decorations, the menu. Like, Disney Sea, like, really uh, pulls it together, you know, for this show. Mm-hmm. And it, it works so well. And are they still doing, like, I didn't make it to Lost River Delta. Are they still doing, like, the Fruta Fiesta, or, or, or I forgot what it's called? Um, I didn't see it, so I don't think they are. Not that I know of, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. So we have to check that out this week. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what about the food, Chris? What did you eat? Um, What did I eat? Um, I had. What did I have? Oh, Jesus! Tell me you had one of these amazing cocktails that they have. Actually, no, I didn't have the cocktail because it was raining, and I was like, not having any of that. Yeah, because it's raining. So I have to go back. I never actually got to have anything because it was just it was raining, and just I just wasn't feeling it. Revenge cocktail party. That's okay. That's okay. Yes. So, for the cocktails they have over at uh, Zambini Brothers. They have a frozen citrus cocktail, which looks really good. Um, uh, over at the New York Deli, they have a Havana. Hava, guava. Guava. 
guava. <laughs> I can't read. And pomegranate cocktail. So that's what they that have. So and good. then over, over at Barnacle Bills, there's a pineapple cocktail, which is, sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. I love pineapple. Pineapple is so good. Everything should have pineapple, and then, especially Okinawa pineapple. And then at Miguel's, there's a pineapple and orange frozen cocktail. And then over at the Yucatan Campfire Grill or Camp Base Grill, I mean, uh, there is a Kiwi Mojito. And then at the Nautilus Galley, there is a sparkling cocktail with tropical fruits. Oh my gosh, that one looks really great too. Chris, which is your which is your number one that you want to try? Um, I'm going to have to say the pineapple and orange frozen cocktail. Yeah. Because yeah. I love orange and I love pineapple. And the, oh, looks so good. Oh my gosh. If I could drink cocktails right now, I would get the guava and pomegranate for sure. I'm going to have to try. I think I'm going to have to try them all. You have to. You have to. And then um, <sighs> I have to live vicariously through you. <laughs> I'll just be a drunken mess. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> you have to review oh, them all. Also, you have to like get them and like line them up and review them or something. Drink them all at once. I'll just. Yes. <laughs> yes. They'll probably melt by the time I get them all together. You have to have a team. Okay. Listen, Twitter listeners, when we're in the parks, you have to gather the cocktails so that we can drink them. Not we. Chris can drink them all. Oh, goodness. That would that, that would make for an interesting story, I would say. For sure. Okay, food. Um, food. What, what then, are we going to use? What, what are we going to use to fill ourselves up so that we do not get totally wasted on these cocktails? So, uh, Zambini Brothers, there's a spicy shrimp sauce spaghetti with a lemon jelly and tropical fruits dessert. All right. So, that looks actually, that's, that actually looks pretty good, actually. Especially with the spicy shrimp. Yeah. And and then over at the Yucatan Base Camp Grill is a pineapple Polynesian sauce hamburger with chicken saute. And it comes with a coconut mousse and acerola jelly. All right, sounds good. They haven't had that before. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a new menu item. Mm-hmm. It looks really tasty. I'm gonna have to try both of those too. Great. Mm. Oh, now I'm getting hungry. Okay, enough enough about food. Uh, what about spending our money on merchandise? Oh my god. Like so, everything. I bought. The new Chippendale outfit. You needed it. You needed the new outfit. You need so, the towel where they're eating the watermelon. What else? The it, banana towel. The bana- oh, There's a banana towel. Yeah, the banana towel. Oh, you need you need bananas. Everything bananas. Yeah, so, so the shorts this year are much better than the ones last year. Oh, nice. First, first they actually have pockets. The ones from last year only has a pocket on, like a, uh, a a back pocket. That's it. There's no pockets in the front. So this year they smarten up and they actually have pockets in the front now, which is nice. Good job, Disney. And there's also a a, a drawstring in them, but the drawstring does this like zigzag pattern, 
which is really interesting. So you know you know how like drawstrings are usually in in the in the band and they just go around. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, instead of just that, they it they zigzag through the waistband, which is really interesting. I've never seen that before. That's really cool. So it has like a nice like outer it's, design. Yeah. So it, yeah, it gives us like this this interesting texture if someone's looking at your waist for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. On the front of it, they're they're pink, and at the bottom of of the shorts, one side is Chip, the other side is Dale, and they're dressed in their banana outfits. And on, on the back is just a pattern with Chip and Dale on it in bananas. I had to have them. I had to have them. There was no way I was not buying those. And then, to go along with that, the little plush key changes here. Are Chippendale in bananas that peel? They peel, you guys. Come on. Even if you're that not is so like, cute. even if you're not like the biggest Chippendale fan, you need that. I need that. I'm gonna buy that. All right. It's so it's so unbelievably adorable. And I have banned myself from buying those little mini plush, and I will buy that one because it is amazing. <laughs> it is, and besides all that, like the, all the Chippendale stuff, there's. All the plushes with Mickey, Minnie, Daisy, um, Donald as well. Uh, what else is there for merchandise? Oh, man. Uh, well, there's uh, the t-shirts as well and the cute little hair bows. The, the little mini watermelon headband. Mm-hmm. I see much. a lot of people wearing those. Too cute. Really cute. Yeah, everything is fruit. <laughs> everything is fruit-themed. There's just so much really good merchandise I find for Disney Sea this year. I really like it. So much to buy. Can't. No more, Chris. No more. <laughs> okay, a little bit more. All right. All right. So we talked about, I think we covered everything. We got Minnie's Tropical Splash, the decorations, the merchandise, and the food. That's pretty much it. That's good enough. Um, I would say Minnie's Tropical Splash is definitely a must watch. For sure. Even from even from afar, you have to watch it. The music is fun. It's fun watching other people get sprayed in the face, <laughs> or or just join the fun and get sprayed in the face yourself. You can even like That's watch also... people get sprayed in the face from air conditioning if you eat like at um, Bella Vista Lounge. <laughs> there you go. Have your fine dining. Go <laughs> look at the peasants. <laughs> You know <laughs> <laughs> the peasants. While 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 you're sitting there drinking your half bottle of 15th anniversary wine. There you go. See another tip of the week. <laughs> Speaking of tips of the week. Oh, I have some park tips. Woo! Okay. Um. So it's really some. <laughs> some. Okay. No, because you guys, I have seen this way too many times, and I'm like, come on, come on, people. Like, they make the announcement in multiple languages, like, look, you're going to get wet. Um, Watch out for your phones and your belongings. And it's like, no one, no, even Japanese people, it's like, people, like, I don't know if they're not listening or they're just, like, just so happy to be in, like, the kingdom of dreams and magic. But they're like, they totally, they don't get it. They don't get the message for whatever reason. And the cast members will be yelling it too. I don't know what's going on. So they take out their phones. And I'm not talking about like a waterproof Xperia or something. I'm talking about like their iPhones, which I don't know why 
they do not make iPhones freaking waterproof, but that's another rant for another day. Um, but they take out their phones and then about like five minutes into it, the panic sets in and they're looking for anywhere to put their phone and there is no place. There's no place because you're getting soaked from head to toe. And so look, how to waterproof your cell phone, how to keep your cell phone from overheating because I've had that happen too. I, I won, like when they had the good show at Disneyland, the, the Natsumatsuri, like the, um, the one before the one that they have now where it was, it was at the last stage show that they had, I had a second row seat and my phone just dies. It's like, it's too hot. And I'm like, no iPhone, no. Cause I was going to use it to record. So, um, but, uh, if you're, this is what's going to happen, what you can do to prevent these things. Okay. Waterproofing. Chris mentioned earlier, they sell this great little pouch now at Disneyland that you put your phone into and it's a pretty big pouch. So you can put different sizes in, you can put like big phones, little phones, um, anything's fine. And you can, um, it'll, it'll protect your phone from the water and you just dangle it around your neck. Um, so you can dance around and then when you want to take a picture, you can pick it up and take a picture and you leave it hanging again. Um, that's fantastic. Uh, right now I'm using, um, life proof for my phone case, which is great. Um, not so good in salt water for whatever reason, but for fresh water and for the show, no problem. You can drop it, you can soak it wet, you can freeze it and it's fine. Okay. Um, that's another great solution. Let's say you don't want to spend money on a case. That's okay too. Get a Ziploc bag. Okay. And that works fine. I've done that before in the past. Um, so waterproof your cell phone guys come on I don't want to see you like this girl today I felt so bad for her she had a really great spot she could see the stage she could see everything and she bailed because um, the water started coming you know and and so you don't have to be that person okay keep your spot for the show and enjoy it um, and then what to do with if your cell phone overheats um, I always carry especially like if it's the the middle part of the day to the morning um, a frozen bottle of, of something, whether it's tea or water, um, sports drinks, um, keep your, you know, to keep your, the salt in your body. Um, and what you do is you take your cell phone in the waterproof case, guys, come on. And you put the bottle, the ice bottle next to your phone, and that should cool it down enough until the water show starts. And then once the water show starts, that water will cool down your phone enough that it won't overheat again during the middle of the show. So that's, that's from experience that for sure works. And that's like in the hub, uh, on like a full Sunday, um, in the middle of the day it worked. So that works fine. Um, for cameras, they have so many solutions for your cameras right now. They have like cases that people use for diving. Um, we've used those in the past. They're, they're so, so they work so, so, um, we've used, um, the things, so uh, like a long time ago, what we used to do was we used to get like, uh, the bags and we used to tape, put like tape around the bags. So it would wrap around the, the SLR lens and cover the camera body. And so we've done that in the past. Um, you can do it with like any plastic bag and just like put it over the larger part and it'll pretty much stick. 
I would definitely put your lens in a place to dry out so it doesn't get mold inside. But, you know, we were daring in those days. Um, they sell different um, professional camera co ca covers that you can buy at like Big Camera or Yorobashi Camera or um, a local store in your home country um, if you live overseas as well. Um, and those are great and they come in a variety of different prices and sizes. So um, don't mess up your cameras, don't mess up your phones. And if it overheats, carry some kind of ice pack. You know those emergency ice packs Chris was talking about for when you get um, heat exhaustion? Use that for your phone too. So your phone doesn't get heat exhaustion. And those are my tips from a park mania person. What's our, what's our listener question? Chris, do you have any tips for like waterproofing or, or overheated cell phones? Well, for the overheating part. What do you do? Um, well, if you have to charge your phone, actually. Yeah. Uh, I would turn it off and plug it into the battery and just leave it in your bag because if you're using it while it's charging that just makes the phone hotter i find it does and there's a there's a bigger chance or larger chance of it um overheating so if you don't have to use it just turn it off and charge it that way then that way you don't overheat it well there's a there's a less chance of that happening so i find i find that works pretty well because it it it, it gets really hot especially if you're out in the sun waiting for a show and stuff it's it's gonna get really hot you don't want you don't want anything exploding on you and iphones <laughs> they just they the iphones don't explode they just die they're like no. sorry yeah. it's too hot which is good which i guess it's good it's better yeah, than exploding <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so i have no clever segue into the listener question so we're just gonna go right into it okay let's do it so this one comes off of Facebook, and the question was pretty simple. Sheraton Grande, Grande, Tokyo Bay versus the Hilton Tokyo Bay. Oh, man. We live here. We don't know. But you know what? Well. I'll tell you what. I think Hilton. Is it Hilton? I think it. Oh, which one is it? One of them at Christmas time has this train display that they do every year, which is really awesome. Ooh. Oh, I can't remember which one. I, I yeah, I, one of them does. I'm, gonna say Tilton. I'm sure someone, someone listening will know. Let us know. know we'll that. check it and let you know at least by Christmas. But <laughs> um, so uh, between these two hotels, you can't really go wrong. They're both really great hotels. They're both official hotels of Tokyo Disney Resort, so you get the benefits of being at an official hotel. Um, I've known people that have stayed at both and they have nothing negative to say about either of them. Um, I guess it, it kind of boils down to which one you can get at a better price at the time you're looking to book. Cause they both do um, like flash deals every so often. So they'll have for 72 hours, you can book at 50% off. For either hotel, wow. So, uh, so if you if you go to their their official websites, you can kind of check out their special offers. And the Tokyo Bay Hilton offers a newsletter that you can sign up for, and that's where you can find out about the fifty percent off sale rather easily. And then also, uh, you can sign up for their 
for their rewards programs as well. So then you can earn free nights and all that. So if so I would say if you're you know someone who frequents Hilton hotels, you know, in, in different parts of the world, like let's say you travel for, for business or that's just your preferred hotel for whatever reason. Um, if you have if you have the their their rewards card, then it just makes sense to go with, you know, the Hilton. And same goes for the Sheraton as well. They they also have a rewards program. So overall both hotels are really well well they're both really well they're both really good hotels and they they and both have english speaking staff right yes they they both have english speaking staff um all Hilton my friends that sure. have stayed there had no issues oh great so and, and so the restaurants are fantastic works out really well yeah you you can lose either way yeah and there's um like a, a a late night buffet at the Sheraton, so from nine thirty to eleven, there's a buffet there. So if you're really hungry after the parks, which be kind of weird if you were because you'd be too busy eating at Disney Sea <laughs> and Disneyland. But in case you are, there's a late night buffet for you. And those late night buffets are usually like super cheap, mm-hmm. like, a, like a thousand something yen or something. Yeah, they're they're pretty cheap, and they're pretty good. From what I'm, from what I'm told, they're, they're not, pretty good. They're not bad at all. Yeah, it's it's a it's fantastic for the price that you pay. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I think, I think that's it for the show. Yay! Yay! That's summer. <laughs> so, so far. So, so we talked about what did we talk about? So we talked about um, stuff that we learned at the parks. That I saw Mickey Mickey and Company the dinner show. We talked about summer Disneyland. And shooting nuts and talking about fruits bananas and bananas and at Disney Sea. Food and how to not have your how to not have your phone explode all over. Oh my gosh, it was just useful uh, advice all over. Yes, so much. So <laughs> Wait, if you if you guys what Chris, what's that? We asked the listeners hmm. a question. Have they like replied at all? About like fiftieth episode. What are, what are we doing, guys? We have we have one suggestion, but I'm not going to read it just yet. Okay, so okay. but we do have one. So we need some more, guys. We need more suggestions for our fiftieth episode. So make sure if you have any, send them to us. Contact at tdrexplorer.com, and we will see what we can do because we're getting close to the, that fiftieth episode. We got f- four more before the 50th we're almost there and you guys are super creative so come on let's get get to work guys get to work come up with something come up with something so if you enjoy the show make sure you rate and review us on itunes and stitcher and if you're listening then obviously you do like the show so you should go do that uh if you have any questions or suggestions for the show make sure you send them to us contact at tdrexplorer.com and make sure you tell everyone about us because we want to help everyone come here and visit our beautiful parks and tell everyone about us. Tell them to listen to the show. If they're planning coming to Japan, they should listen to us. If they love Disney, they should listen to us. Everyone should listen to us. So make sure you tell them. Uh, if you want to do more planning for your trip to Tokyo Disney Resort, we have tons and tons of information on tdrexplorer.com. And we also share stuff on Twitter at TDR Explorer and also on Facebook facebook.com slash TDR Explorer and as always I'm your host Chris the one eating all the frozen 
I was going to say frozen ice cream, but it's actually frozen ice <sighs> at the parks. And I am definitely going to get some this weekend, I think. And as always, my lovely co-host Patricia. I'm Trish. I'm stalking Gelatoni. I'm buying all his goods because he's so darn cute. <laughs> you're going to go broke. You know you I are. I am so... And I won't even care because I'm going to be surrounded by like a mountain of gelatoni plush. The minute they come out with the giant gelatoni, like the, the large size, I am so buying that. I will buy it and I will put my little medium sized gelatoni in his hands. And then I'm going to put the little hand puppet on medium sized gelatoni and just make a mountain and jump into it with all the other little mini gelatonis. You better take pictures when you do that. It will. It will be a very. I, I, you know, it's coming out for Christmas. It's going to be like a very merry Christmas. We can make like a <laughs> like instead of like a bounce pit, like a plush pit, and we'll th- we can just throw in all the plush, Chris. We'll, we'll just have like a plush party. Okay. It'll be so nerdy and and just horrible. It'll be like. It'll be soft though. It'll be so soft, and it's cold, so it's okay. It'll be very soft. It'll be nice and warm and, and beautiful. <laughs> okay, um, you guys, don't become like us. Keep exploring. <laughs> Come to the parks. Don't get too into it. Don't get too into it. But keep exploring. Have fun. And we'll see you next podcast. Bye. All right, guys. Thank you for listening.